I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. The FIA has rejected proposals from high-tech, Rodin, Carling, and Elkis. <laughs> Rodin, Carling. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's the same team. Uh, Rodin Carlin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a comma. <laughs> Ladies and gents, welcome back once that? again to the. It was my old English, my kind of old English style of intro. Okay. Hello. Oh, welcome. Yes. Have us back to LF Pitstop. Oh, it's an honour to join you here on the sofa for a little bonus episode. Hello, Squire. How have you been? Are you sweating? <laughs> that you, We've have, been recording you, for 29 you seconds. You have beads of sweat on your nose. No, I've just... I had a shower and I moisturised. Yeah, you moisturised. Nice. I like to moisturise after every shower because I shave my beard quite often. And if I don't, shaving spots, my friend. First time to... Oh, really? Mm, look at my neck. Shaving mm. spots everywhere. I get a couple of those, but not too bad. First time today, I applied body lotion. After the gym. <laughs> so he doesn't just moisturize his knees. Body lotion. There all you go. over? Nah, just torso, arms. Did you, you do know. it yourself or did Matt Gallagher all rub the it in? Are on show. Uh, I did it myself. Oh. Yeah, there's no chance that did guy's Matt apply any? putting his hands anywhere near me. No, absolutely not. No? No. Well, <laughs> maybe a little bit on the leg. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Pit Stop. A little bonus episode. We had the episode with James go up midweek. Hope you enjoyed that. One of my favourites. I think a really good episode. Little bony, little episode going out. Yeah. All right. So we thought we should do another one <laughs> today yes. to give our predictions for the Japan Grand Prix. Just a quick hot fire kind of, you know, going in. Didn't have an intro for this one. What we realised last episode was because we've been doing this whole thing where we've been doing like a little five minutes before the race actually starts and like the first lap on the Sunday that it kind of, you know, we do our predictions on a Thursday, right? And then we have quality in the middle. Mm. So really our predictions are based off nothing, right? It's purely instinctual, but... What we're going to do is we're going to give you our predictions today and then we're going to come back at the start of Monday's pod and you'll hear our pre-race predictions and see whether we've, you know, contradicted So we're basically doing qualifying predictions, aren't we? So we're going to say who we think is going to be pole. Not who's going to win the race, I Is that guess. how you want to do it? I don't know. What do you reckon? Well, we could just review our predictions after qualifying. Well, I think just review them. I think we should just go balls to the wall. Well, we'll just, do that Just carry on doing what we're then. doing. We will do that in today's episode. I've got to go straight to what you said the other day. The other night, at like midnight, Fab turns to me and goes, we've got to get the cameras out. I've got a Formula One question I'm going to ask you. <laughs> now, what is this Formula One question? 
I asked Matt the same question in the car today, on the way to the gymnasium, my second home at the moment. Look at me, I go to the gym. Look at me, it's my second home. Yeah, mate, look at me, I'm fucking loving it. I have to it. admit, you are looking good. You're looking sharp, mate. Thank you very much, especially with a white t-shirt on, it makes the yeah, tan pop. You do look tan. We had this conversation about a year ago. Do you remember? No. In the very early days of Pit Stop, I'm like, oh, I'm wearing a white t-shirt because it makes my tan pop. <laughs> I didn't know that, but yeah. I did find a exclusive pit stop episode of us in Amsterdam on my laptop you and did. that is never making the internet but my god Jake and I laying in bed in our hotel room trying to do a podcast and for whatever reason we just didn't manage to get we through we must have just been so, so tired we were after a long yeah, day it was a long long day so we ended up re-recording <laughs> it for you guys but yeah you found did you listen to it I listened to it it's like 38 minutes long and halfway through I'm just like right I'm going to sleep and I'm, I'm like I've got my eyes shut fam and I'm like be quiet what a, what a strange <laughs> podcast I'm not sure anyone would even want to hear that to I, be honest. I don't know I think people would probably love to hear it my question was right and I asked Matt this in the car and he turned to me and he said that's the stupidest question I've ever heard in my life. But I'm <laughs> so gonna why do you want you, to ask me? Because we're both stupid. Okay, All right. okay. And it's quite funny. If, for whatever reason, Max Verstappen lost his seat at Red Bull, yeah, whatever, anything, something crazy could have happened. It doesn't matter. He loses his seat for next year. He's just won his third championship. What do you think he would do? <laughs> that is an awful question. Why? Because he's not going to lose his seat. That's not the question. He could do pretty much anything and he won't lose his seat. Yeah, but that's not part of the question, mate. I'm saying anything, the most horrific thing. Let's say, for whatever reason, Red Bull get found out for doing something terrible and they're off the grid in 2024. Also not going to happen. I reckon they could probably get away with anything. <laughs> Proven. <laughs> but that doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. The question is, if, if Max Verstappen loses his seat for whatever reason, right? What happens? What what does he decide to do next year? Okay. Um, oh, I don't really imagine Max in IndyCar. See, now it's a good question. However, I think Max would be good at IndyCar. Well, I'm not saying he's he's not technically in Formula One. You know, there's other teams. I'm just saying not with Red Bull. Red Bull okay. gone. Red Bull gone. I reckon genuinely, if he went next year, every team on the grid would want him. Yeah. That that's hands down. Yeah. Um, and if it was up to him, he would probably want to go in a Ferrari. Would he? I mean, he'd want to go in the second quickest car. But mm. this doesn't make any sense because if Red Bull, if Red Bull leave, then the, the quickest car goes. Then he'd just go to Ferrari or Mercedes, right? But he wouldn't leave Red Bull and Red Bull stayed around. No, I don't, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like just... Mate, I think he, he's Matt just not was part right. of Rebel. No, because you haven't got an answer for it, really. Because it's just that's not going to happen. A great, but that's why it's a great question. Because in my mind, will you tell me in your mind what? Would in happen? my mind, Max talks about how he has so much other things that he wants to do besides Formula One. He's won three championships in the best car on the grid. The best car is now gone for him. Does he want to go in any other team, or is he just like, eh, I'm happy with three with three championships? And then he just, he thinks, now nah, I'm not going to do F1 anymore. It would be quite cool to see him drop into one of the slower cars and then see what he could do. I like mean, a mid-team car. As a fan, would love that. But does he make that decision? I'm talking, what's his mindset? Well, he just wants to win. Max is just going to want to win no exactly. matter what he does. And exactly. he may say all this stuff about, I'm going to retire if they change this. I strongly believe he has every intention of breaking the record. I reckon like, he'll be going for that eight. 
world <sighs> titles. Because that's like the ultimate thing. Like if you're an F1 driver, that's the way to say, look at me, I'm the best ever. You've won the most world champ. He's already broken so many records mm. that the goats couldn't make. He's already proven that he is one of the best ever. But if he just gets eight world titles, I know that's like another five now. I, I honestly, I don't think he's 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 got it in him. I think he could do it, but I, whether I think he's going to race for another five years, Max will definitely be on the grid for another five years, mate. He's still young. I know he is, but I just get the vibe from him that he's just like. He's, he's open-minded and he, he sees life outside of F1. Well, James was talking about another racing series, wasn't he? Yeah. There's a chance of another racing series, single-seater. If he had co- accomplished a load in F1 and they threw him, like, double his contract, money talks. I think the only way you're getting Max out of his Red Bull contract is money. You're going to have to pretty much double his contract, maybe offer him teammate of his choice. So this is this has just created a whole other question in my head right now. Okay. But like maybe what you're saying, like maybe Max is like, okay, I'll conquer F1. Let's go win IndyCar. Once that's done, let's go win WEC. Let's go win Le Mans. Well, win them all. And he just wins them all. Because even if you've only got three or four championships in F1 and you haven't beaten Lewis, if you can go and race another racing series and fucking win all of those, now that, now you are the best, you're the best driver in the world. Mm. But I reckon there's scope for him to do that after he's conquered F1 even more. Mm. Because he is still so young. How old is he? He's in his 20s, isn't he? I assume he's probably like 26. 25, 26. 25, and and you've got IndyCar drivers that are over 40. So he could... But it's whether Max will do them back to back to back. Like, from a neutral fan point of view, you don't want Max to win for the next five years. Like, I'd, even most Red Bull fans probably would rather, you know, maybe their other driver wins one championship or... Mm. I don't know. I don't know how it's fun for anyone if Max wins for the next five years in a row. I just see... I see Max as, like... Like, F1 is so grueling. Mm. Grueling, whatever the friggin' word is. With a capital G. With a capital G at the end. Yeah, it has got one at the beginning and the end, And I think that being part of F1 is so... Like, it must be so tiring and taxing. Like, we know people in hospitality, right, who travel the world and do, like, half the amount of races. And they're, like, completely knackered after doing that. So, like, when you think about the core unit of F1 and they have to be at every race every mm. year, that's tough. Like, I don't think there is any other... I could be wrong, but I don't think there's any other racing series in the world that has a schedule like F1. Probably not so worldwide and so constant, no. And when you think about Max, like he is, he strikes me as a family man. He wants to spend time with Kelly and, and the kid and he probably wants some of his own at some point. Like loves being around his dad and that. Like maybe he, maybe F1 would just get too much, but he would happily go race somewhere else and just race for half the year. I mean, my opinion, he's not going anywhere. My opinion, he's going to be here and try and break every single record there is. And maybe he'll go and conquer IndyCar or conquer WEC or conquer something after it. But for now, unfortunately, your question is a load of shit. Well, it could cover 10 minutes. So fucking hell, I think it's quite a good question. Breaking news. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. Because Andretti has moved to the final stages of becoming the next Formula One team. That's Andretti and Cadillac. The FIA has rejected proposals from Hitech, Rodin, 
Carling and Elkus <laughs> Rodin, Carling, <laughs> two different teams. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the same team. Uh, Rodin Carling. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I thought there was a comma. Um, and basically, there is movement for another team on the grid. Now, does this mean they're going to step in and take over a team, or does this mean they're going to add another team to the grid? Well, Alfa Romeo, we know, are going to just be Salva. Yep. Did you know that? And then they're becoming Audi, right? I don't know about that. In 2026. I don't know about that. Or someone's becoming Audi. Well, I'm not sure on, on that, to be honest. Yeah, I, I'm not 100% sure on who's becoming what either. But does this mean another team on the grid? We, I said there needs to be two more teams. You've said it all, mate. <laughs> two you've more said teams it all. on the other And everything that you've said so far has been 100% correct. So I know. In theory. <laughs> I actually do think, yeah, people may have their opinions on pit stop, But I think we say a lot that it's very, very good. We, well, I think what we do very well is we just say a lot. And 50% of it's going to be right. 50% of it's going to be wrong. Okay, but there's nothing wrong with that. And you guys like to tell us when we're wrong in our DMs, which is nice. We've actually had some really nice messages on Instagram. We have. We're going to read. We did say we'll read some of them out on Thursday's pod. It is now Friday. Whoops. But we'll read some of the uh, the voice notes out. Yeah, we'll get to that. But I still want to know. If this is one team being approved, they must be replacing someone else. Because who would be the other team? We know from inside information... That there is someone in the world working on another team. I don't know how far I can go with that. I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. You know? Mouth it. The, the, the extra people that are working on a Formula 1 team. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. I don't know whether that's like not hit the media yet. And there's going to be two teams added has, or whether mate. they're replacing. I don't think it has yet, but it'll be big when it happens. Well, you heard the little snippet of it first. Yes. Here on Pit Stop, breaking news. Well, I hope you're buckled because this one is special. I'm completely buckled. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, a very special member of the Pit Stop family has done something absolutely incredible. Oscar Piastri has renewed his McLaren contract until 2026. Fuck, that's a bit bold, and it calling him part of the pit stop family. <laughs> he was the first person to ever come like, well, on the we, we have employees. <laughs> well, I don't care. I'm calling Oscar part of the family. I was family. thinking, what the fuck have you and me done? <laughs> we ain't done nothing special in the last six months. That is the most deserved contract extension. There is going to be. Yeah. Like, Oscar is going to be in F1 for a very long time. They were talking about over the race last week. He's going absolutely nowhere. Good. That's for sure. That's great. Um, he needs McLaren. McLaren need him. I yep. think it's a beautiful relationship. Yep, it is a beautiful relationship. There's also another contract extension, which hasn't been announced yet, but will apparently be announced this weekend. And that's Yuki Tsunoda renewing with AlphaTauri. Well, I know about this. Because okay. I've heard a couple other lads talk about it. Was it by any chance the P1 boys? It might be. Um, but I didn't listen long enough to come to a conclusion. I just know that they spoke about it. But no, it hasn't been released. So no one knows, really. Well, no, it's going to be announced this weekend, reportedly. Now, AlphaTauri, as we know, are in a bit of a sticky one. Because they have, technically right now, Daniel Ricciardo, Liam Lawson, and Yuki. They've got three drivers. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Do you think keeping Yuki was the right decision? For Alpha Tauri, um, maybe not, but I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, that was a Freddie Hunt pause. That was a Freddie Hunt ten-second pause. I think for the sport, yes. Yeah. To have a Japanese driver on the grid, you know, more fanage. Yep. More viewings, more he's been money. Unlucky. He's he's been good, but he's been unlucky. Like last two races, DNF is his home Grand Prix right now. That will feed into why they want to renew it this weekend. Like they want to announce it in front of the Japanese fans, like. I do agree. I think it's amazing to have a Japanese driver on the grid. I think one of my favorite things about F1 is how there's people from all the different places, which is another reason I want a Brazilian driver on the grid. Mm. Um, I think where it gets hard, mate, is like, you know, Daniel Ricciardo is the people's driver. I think everyone loves Danny Rick and everyone wants him there. So from a fan perspective, you know, and for like media and for the greater good of the sport, for like social stuff, like Ricciardo is, is... the best at that he will talk to cameras and he will give people what they want so he kind of needs to be there but then liam lawson's done more races than him now since being back mm-hmm. liam lawson did better in his first race than daniel ricardo did in in both of his yeah and liam lawson has also never driven an f1 car before liam's just performed like an absolute boss everyone knows that there's you know you can't get away from that so he deserves a seat too daniel hasn't had enough time to prove himself no yet so, it, and then Yuki's kind of just there as but well. But Daniel like on the should have lines. stepped in and done better than Yuki and Liam off the bat. Yeah. From experience. Yeah. That's what you could argue. Just getting straight down to, oh, mate, it's so hard. It's so hard. I, how can you just fuck off Daniel Ricciardo, like, just after two races like that? I know, but I have to be, like, dead honest. Like, I, gen- I love Danny Rick, and there's Danny Rick fans out there that will come for me on this. But, like, Danny Rick wouldn't yeah, have had a included, seat. Mate. He wouldn't have even got the seat if he didn't go to join Red Bull. He's only got it because it's part of, like, Red Bull's... He's one of, technically, Red Bull's drivers and Alpha Tari's their junior team, and they've gone, it will look great if we go and throw Danny Rick in a car. The sport will love it. Everyone mm. will love it. That's why they've done it. Yeah. But they're going to become come to a point where they're not going to want to let Liam Lawson go to another team when he's shown he can do that and he's a lot younger. Well, the question what I mean, I guess if, you know, if uh, Liam Lawson was going to replace anyone else on the grid, which and, and not stay at AlphaTauri, you would look at Liam Lawson for it, for him to replace. But, you know, as far as we know, his contract's getting extended. 
he's going to be here next year potentially. I mean, anything can happen. We know that in Formula One. But who that's... you're talking about, Logan Sargent, right? Yeah, Logan Sargent. Yeah, Logan Sargent would be the obvious replacement. But I just I don't think that's going to happen. No, I think Logan will stay. I think it's very important. There's an American driver on the grid now, with three American races. Yeah, but he they... hasn't done nothing. <sighs> he hasn't done nothing. He hasn't got any points. No, and look at Albon who is pulling a lot out of not the best car, but a better who car. Who is scoring points. And, you know, it's not just the fact that uh, Sargent isn't scoring points because you look at Oscar in his rookie year. Yeah, he's in a better car, but Oscar's not crashing into a fucking wall every five minutes. No. Whereas Sargent is. So do you blame it's on the car? It's a bit harsh. Not every five minutes. He's crashed a lot. And he follows me, so we've got to be nice about him. No, I, I, would, lo I would love to sit down and talk to Logan, Logan Sargent. I'm gassed that there's an American driver on the grid. He seems like a lovely guy. But you've got to look at the facts, mate. Mm -hmm. And the it's facts a, it's are... It's a brutal sport. The facts are, you know. I mean, Guan Yu Zhou had that really bad crash at Silverstone in his rookie, rookie year last year. But, you know, that was unfortunate. I don't think it was really his fault. Apart from that, he wasn't, you know, making mistakes as much as Sargent is. It's like James said on our last pod. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. But there's a massive oversaturation. It's so oversaturated. Because you've got to think, we're saturated now. What about some of these amazing F2 drivers? Poor chair... Vesti, you know, Porsche has deserves a deserves something, but then you could say so does Dragovic, who's still not in a seat. Yeah, uh, you've got so many other reserve drivers. You've got Mick Schumacher looming around. However, Mick Schumacher has been trying to sell, it's trying to sell. <laughs> Sorry, Toto Wolf has been trying to sell Mick Schumacher. Been, I swear, yeah. Toto Wolf has said to James Vows that he would like um, Mick to replace Logan Sargent because obviously they're the partner teams. He showed James the sim data, and James Vowles has opted against signing Mick Schumacher. Right. But apparently, Felipe Dragovic right now is actually a current potential replacement for Logan Sargent. So even though Logan Sargent is looking like he will stay, there is a chance that someone could take his seat. Like, there's no promises in F1. Like, even if you're told you're going to keep it, it doesn't mean you're going to keep it. Christian Horner... Literally, like, two weeks before... What was it? It was, like, two weeks before Danny Rick got announced. He was like, there's going to be no changes across Alpha or Red Bull. Mm. And then, bang, two weeks later, Danny <clears throat> Rick's in. You're like, yeah. I just think there needs to be a mass culling, mate, on the grid. I do. I think there are a few drivers who have had great careers, some of them, and, you know, their time is almost done. I think Bottas needs to go. I think Lance needs to go. I think Sargent needs to go. You know, really, I think Magnussen could could go. So I've got an idea. So that's four drivers: Dragovic, Lawson, Fittipaldi. Yeah. Fittipaldi. Sorry, Frederick Vesti. No, Taylor Chair. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, Ollie Berman. Mate, I've got an idea. <laughs> yeah. It's good. At the beginning of the year. Wait, how good? This is very similar to testing, but at the beginning of the year, this is what they should do. Every F1 team should select four drivers. In their mind, they'd have two main ones, two reserve ones. And then at the beginning of the year, every team goes to the same track, the same car, and all four drivers have to do 10 laps. Whichever two drivers do the quickest laps, they're the drivers for that team for the year. Oh, giving so like all four drivers a chance. It's like a shootout. Yep, that would give 
Felipe a chance to take Stroll's seat. It would give Porcher a ch- chance to take Joe's seat. And imagine how amazing the viewership on that. That would be the most watched F1 event of the year. Because that be would like, be like the, champ- the football championships, right? Champions League, trying to get into Premier League. It would, yeah, yeah, it'd be a bit like a draft almost. Hello. Like a qualifying thing. <laughs> every team, four drivers. And it would also give every team a chance to give like their two rookie drivers a chance. Or... If a, t- if a driver in F2 wasn't signed to an F1 team yet, like you could pick someone out. Mm. So like Alpine would have Doohan. Um, maybe you'll look at someone quick in F3. Maybe someone would take a mad gamble and go, yeah. let's get Gabby Bortoletta. He's just won F3, you know? And just stick them all in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever does the two quickest, the thing they're is, the right, drivers. That's a great fucking idea. That really is. And there are so many ways to, to continue to improve F1 or at least make it more exciting. I tried to, to, you know, come up with an idea the other week about the F1 triathlon. Yeah, some people loved it. Some people loved it, by the way. So thanks for reaching out and saying you love the F1 triathlon idea. But there are so many ways, like what you've just said. It'd be so great. But as soon as it's about that, then it becomes about money, you know? Why? I'd say it's the complete opposite. I think the reason my idea doesn't work is because it wouldn't be about money. Because you wouldn't necessarily have the drivers that bring the most money in as the as the people yeah but that's everyone want the most money to come well that's what i mean it would never happen because it's too much about money which is a shame i thought you were just saying the complete opposite to that that's what i just said no i think maybe we're backwardly agreeing with each other i think you've just completely changed your fucking mind i think because then you'd have someone like you know like yuki who like if if he didn't perform in that 10 lapper at the start of the year wouldn't then get the seat and then all the japanese fans might be like well not as interested in watching Mm -hmm. you know but i would as a viewer i would love that to happen but breaking news Whoa, that was a nice... Oh, Fabio, what's yeah. the breaking news? I need to stop shouting so much. Uh, let's so. let's talk quietly to our partners. As we know, as we know, Sebastian Vettel has put a load of beehives round the old circuit. He has. Yeah, you might be wanting to talk about what I'm going to talk about as well. Someone that we know from F1 put a story up. We're going to want to talk about exactly the same thing. Did you see it? Yep. Yeah, someone we know from the Formula One world put a story up, right? Forget all the bullshit straight away. The the initiative and the mindset behind what Vettel's doing is great. Yeah, I love it. I'm I'm down with it. But someone posted a story up, and it was a print screen from Google, and it said that bees, when they when they come into contact with loud decibel sound, they can almost freeze. And then they die. Uh, do they? They can die. Yeah, they can die from the noise. I didn't know if they could... If that's true, then that's really bad. Look, I'm not necessarily a beehiver, but I'm pretty sure that... But you used to play Beehive Bedlam on Sky. Right. Because I did. I reckon there's a few people that have just heard you say that and it's just absolutely twinged in their brain. Because I think Bedlam. everyone played that game, mate. It was the only good game on Sky. It was excellent. It was actually amazing. I used to play it all the time. This TV remote turned into a games controller. SpongeBob, Beehive, Bedlam, Top Gear, Phineas, Phineas and Ferb, Top Gear, Fairly Odd Parents, Simpsons, Ed, Ed, Neddy, Simpsons on Channel Four though, because they didn't have Sky for a while, and I had there was Family only on guy. once at Channel Four. But uh, yeah, so apparently they they go into shock, they get frozen, and is like so basically the loud sounds of an F1 car potentially could put these bees into some sort of paralysis. I think Sebastian Vettel would have thought about this. I reckon they're far enough away or like something. There's, you know, Seb Vettel is a quite clever guy about this stuff. You know? I guess, yeah. He would know what he's doing with bees, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's hope the bees are okay. I hope the bees are going to be fine. Um, 
Well, we had an interesting conversation with someone about Seb Vettel, actually. They said that if Sebastian Vettel became the new head of the FIA, it would sort out so much in the sport. And I completely agree. Like, why isn't Seb the head of the FIA? He's like one of the most loved figures. Why don't they just big, do it? Big job. Maybe didn't want to do it. I reckon if he was offered it, he'd want it. I reckon he's going to come back to racing, mate. Really? Yeah. He said he's keeping race fit other than his neck. I think he's going to... He's gonna, well, that's a big one. He needs to yeah. carry on doing that. <laughs> True. But um, I think he's going to come back. He'll definitely race in something, but not F1. No, F1. Oh, God. Uh, five minutes ago, there's no seats for anyone. There's no seats. Not next year. Maybe the year after. <sighs> no. Well, I had a conversation with Matt from P1, and he knows everything, and he agreed with me. Yeah, really? What did he say, then? Well, Alonso came back. And where's he going to come back? What team? Kimi Raikkonen came back. Yeah, where's he coming back? What did Matt say? We didn't talk about what team he could go to, because he... it will be different in, 20, in two years' time. Maybe as a team boss. Nah, I reckon, he, mate, he's 36, you know that. Alonso's 42. Back in the Rari? Oh, wouldn't that be great? See Vettel back, and Charles Leclerc. See him back in the old Raz. I'd actually, I would love Sebastian Vettel back, but I just don't know if it's going to happen, Dad. Well, I think it could happen because he's dabbled with it on TV and he says, well, you know, I would not. That doesn't sound anything like him. <laughs> he's saying, you know, he, he misses it. He, he's actively said he misses it. Uh-huh. And, you know. I miss a lot of things. And he's still great. What, like your ex-girlfriend? Are we going to go there? I just went there. She ain't coming back. So maybe you're right. Sebastian Vettel is not coming back to F1. <laughs> Time for our Japan prediction. <laughs> Jake, who have you got? I hate you. Who have you got in third? Okay. Right. Carlos Sainz won last week. Do I think he's going to win again? Would like it? Maybe not. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think it would be a smooth operation. <laughs> <laughs> Third place this week, Lewis Hamilton. Okay. Because he looked quick last week and I don't know, I I know Lewis likes his track. I would like to see him come third. And I do think that after what happened in Singapore, if there is ever a situation like that again where George is in front, I think George will now be asked to let Lewis pass. I think Lewis had to go past, really. People said that if, if George had let Lewis pass, he could have won the race. Yeah, I think Lewis probably would have won the race. Because George just didn't take that jump. You just have to jump up the inside or something. You have to... If you can see one car's being pulled by a train, mm. the only way to make that move is to make a lunge mm. or do something a little bit risky. And I just didn't think George was going to do that. Mm. And he just didn't. He ended, <laughs> he ended up nabbing the wall a little bit. Your third place? It was going to be someone who I've just changed to second... Third, I'm going to go Lewis too, mate. I am. Yeah, I think that's a strong... Yeah. Second, I'm going to go Lando again. Okay. Because I, I, the McLaren had upgrades last week. I'm sure they've learned from I'm that. I'm changing mine. Sorry, my third. Carlos. Okay. Carlos in third. Really? Yeah. Very nice. Yep. I'm going to go first place, Charles Leclerc. Ugh. Ugh. You didn't expect that, did you? Where has that come you from? You didn't expect that, and I have to admit, I didn't expect myself to say it. You didn't ask the crystal ball about that one, No, did I you? didn't, because I'm completely forgetting about Oscar, Max, Perez, Russell, Signs. In, in second place, I've put Oscar, because you said that he didn't have the upgrades, the upgrades on his car, no. and he will this round. And I feel like this year, Oscar has really excelled on the harder tracks, like the tighter tracks, the ones like the Zanvorts. And the spas, you know, where they're like harder tracks. Oscar's done fucking really well. Do you, do you know that for a fact? That 
yeah, won the sprint race in Spa, should have, you know, done really well in the race until Carlos pushed him off in the first corner. And then Zanvoort did really well again. Won the sprint race. So came second in the sprint race. I was going to say. Came second in the sprint race. Yeah, did get pole though. Yeah. So, you know, I got Oscar in second and Fair. first Max. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I do think obviously Max will be there. But I mean, if there's like a headache run over from last week, like maybe if the car's not quite there yet, mm. I think there'll be a lot of pressure within the garage. I mean, from practice, the ones we've seen so far, we're filming this on Friday, Red Bulls look like they've got pace here. They yeah. didn't really look like they had pace last week. So let's see. But I do think Charles Leclerc, is, we know he's very, very quick. I'll tell you what I will say then. I think Charles Leclerc will, could potentially get pole. If this is, we're going to look what we're doing after quality, aren't we? These mm. are predictions before. I do think my, quality, my one could be right. I do think Leclerc could get pole. We know he's rapid over one lap. All right. And I think he'll really push it this week, okay. knowing his teammate won last week. Yeah. Oakley dokely. Oakley dokely. All righty then. Boys and girls, should we get a few voice messages? Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, um, you guys have sent in a few messages, so we thought we'd play some of them out. I think I don't know. <laughs> What's what? There could be anything on there. There really could be. Um, so let me just take a little scroll here. Because I don't know. Here I've we go. I've seen you replying to them all, actually. Here's one from Tammy. Shout out, Tammy. Shout out, Tammy. Tammy, yeah, Tammy. Hi, Jake and Fab. It's Tammy from South Africa. All right. My idea on who you should have on the podcast is someone from the MotoGP Red Bull team. Someone like Pet Byra or Brad Bender's uh, coach. Brad Benavides. I think it would be really interesting to see how Red Bull works in MotoGP that's as true. Helmut Marco is in charge of the is Red Bull it? team that side as well. That's very interesting. To see how they how the different teams work, that would be really Did interesting. Did not know that. Didn't even know Red Bull had a biking team. I didn't know they'd be linked. We've actually, guys, we've actually been thinking for a little while, like it's going to be, it'd be great to get someone on from the MotoGP world or like British superbikes or anything like that. But now to hear that, mm -hmm. that's very interesting, mate. Well... What's her name, sorry? Tammy. Tammy. From South Africa. Tammy from South Africa. <laughs> Mark Webber. Yeah. That's Australia. Yeah, so Thank you for um, the voice message. Yeah, I'm shit at accents, okay? Yeah. I know. All right. Next one is from... Is that Xavier or is that Javier? I'm not really sure. I think it's Xavier, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What Xavier. are you looking <laughs> Here we go. Hey, boys. Just wanted to say, love listening to the podcast down in Australia. Down under. Oh fuck! I don't know what you fucking say to the end there, but all right, yeah. we got another Aussie. Let's go, <laughs> mate. So we're in South Africa and Australia. That's pretty good. Thanks. That's uh, so good to hear that. I love that. To be fair, that's one of my favourite things about this pod. We can see where people are listening, and it's very worldwide. There's people everywhere. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. The world is a, oh, oh, Jesus oh, God, that's oh, Matt. Jesus Christ, Matt uh, Gallagher. Um, <laughs> someone sent me a, sent us a DM saying that he he had DM'd me. So let's see what he said. Uh, oh, it's not a voice note. Oh. Uh, he just said, love the pod. My question is, what other podcasts are you listening to? I love Impulsive by Logan Paul. Um, I listen to the Full Send podcast. I listen to a little bit of Matt and Tommy. And I listen to Drum with Mike and Eddie. I don't actually listen to any other podcasts. 
Um, but sometimes I watch clips online of other shows. Right. But I don't listen to any. And then he said, Fab, as a fellow music producer, producer, you should know that there is no shame in getting inspiration from others. Do you listen to P1, WTF1 or F1 podcasts? Well, I've listened to a little bit of the Sky one because they, is it Sky or is it F1? They do like some really good interviews with some drivers. I've seen some clips. Definitely don't listen to the WTF1. And P1, listen to a little bit of that. A chat this so, guy's name out, what's his name? Jonathan. Jonathan Blumberg. Yeah, shout out. Oh, bonus question. Do you use Logic like a reasonable person or Pro Tools? I use Logic because it's much easier to use than Pro Tools, I think, for at-home recording. Yeah. What do you use, Jake? Well, you do all the audio. You're <laughs> you, good on Logic. You use Fruit Loops. Logic is very... <laughs> Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Logic's a very good tool, but it's yeah, it's like 200 quid. There's definitely cheaper ones if you wanted to record pod audio. You don't need Logic. No, you don't. There, like, is, there is there is other, other systems. There is free ones, right? Hmm. I'm going to try and find one more voice note. Yeah, we can do some more in the next episode. Yeah, we the can. The problem is you've replied to them all. They won't be in message requests anymore. I haven't, in... I haven't replied to all of them. You've replied to loads, though. I know, but this is too many. I can't reply. Yeah, maybe you're right. Go to the actual messages. You're on message requests. Okay, let me just see if I can see any more in here quick. And then there'll be one that you've replied to. Okay, credit... Someone credited us for doing the um, when we were doing the remote recording. Yeah, they said it wasn't too bad. Said didn't it sounded they? good. So Appreciate thanks for that. that. A guy, that Ross. I replied to Ross. Shout out to Ross, mate. A lot of the ones that I replied to were just like written written messages, not voice notes. Here we go. One from Oscar. Piastri. Oscar War. Uh, Hello, Oscar War. Hi guys, I'm a really uh, big fan of you guys' pod. I listen to it every day. Let's go. Going to school from school on the bus. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to say, keep up the good work. Uh, um, love you guys' stuff. Oh. oh, let's go. Let's go, Oscar. Oscar, cheers, mate. Love that. I can't believe you listen to us before you go to school. <laughs> <laughs> I hope school. we're not like a bad influence. Go into school and share all the amazing knowledge that you've learned with all your friends. All your mates are like, why are you listening to those two chumps? But either way, mate, Oscar, cheers for tuning in. Love that you're uh, enjoying the pod. And yeah, we're just going to keep trying to make it better and better and better. So, yeah. Well, there we go. We'll play some more voice messages in the next episode. We'll get some more ready. And if you want to send one in, Instagram's at pitstop. If you haven't seen the episode with James yet, we recommend you watch it on YouTube because there's videos in it, like James's carting crash, which you kind of need to be able to see, otherwise it might not really make sense. And we, the carting lap. Yeah, and we the, take him carting. And the sim, in, lap, the sim lap. All everything. that fun stuff. And there's some great stories in there as well. So We also have a couple of really big guests coming, actually. We've got a really good one coming next week, signed off today. Uh, we've actually... I know we say we've got guests coming all the time, guys, but genuinely, we've got two decent, decent, decent guests coming on yeah i do think you guys are really gonna like that so um sit back relax and everyone have a fantastic race weekend yep enjoy japan hopefully it's not a wet one if it is hopefully it's it very doesn't early, get cooled off it? very early for us super early so i'm gonna get up i can't wait quality at 7 a.m tomorrow mm-hmm. be out here on the sofa with me little duvet yeah mackie's breakfast uh, who's buying that me Oh, really? My treat. What, you've been paid, have you? Ah, Mackie's breakfast for you. Alrighty then. Five hash browns and an extra orange juice, mate. He loves it. He <laughs> loves it. Ronald McDonald. Okay. Right. I don't know why I said <laughs> Right then. Right. Uh, what do we do there? Do we end it? What let's go. Let's go. Bye. I'm really awkward. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Please rate it five stars and uh, click the like button, subscribe. See you guys on Monday. Goodbye.